Welcome to the My St Albans podcast. Local people talking about the local area and their lives. For licensing and copyright reasons, we're unable to include the music originally broadcast with this episode. Here's Matthew Big. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans show number 24 um, on Radio Verulam. Um, tonight's guest is just a lovely human being. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Clifford. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Hi, Matt. I'm very well. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Um, for our listeners that don't know Chris, everyone should know Chris. But if you don't know Chris, he runs a very cool gardening business based in St Albans. Um, how's gardening going, Chris? All good? Gardening's going really well. And it's at this top of year now that things are really, really picking up. Inquiries are coming in. Um, so, yes, and I've been very lucky and very blessed to be able to work through lockdown quite safely because I work outdoors and I work for myself and on my own. So, yeah, gardening's going very well and uh, I'm expecting a good year as well. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I was thinking about you the other day because out of all the people that I know who have struggled during lockdown, you, A, you work on your own and B, you're outside. So you have the perfect COVID business. Correct. Yeah. I mean, initially when the first lockdown happened, <clears throat> I did stop working because it was all very new to everyone and equally new to me and I didn't know yeah. what the right thing to do was so I did not work for a couple of weeks um, but I kept a very close eye on guidance from the Horticultural Trade Association they gave some great guidance and advice for people like me who are sole traders and basically working on my own uh, I was able to keep distance from customers as long as I wasn't going through their houses um, I could work very safely and as long as no one else was in my van and I, as I said I work for myself so no one is in my van I was uh, I was able to count my blessings and life was work-wise was pretty normal for me so yeah. Excellent no that's good I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to hear a good story that's come out of the last year and I think um, I you know flowers and plants and having all of that brings a joy to people so uh, it's a good thing yeah and I've got to say that the lockdown happened about this time last year um, <clears throat> and I even started trying a couple of vlogs just on my Facebook page just to encourage people that look I'm not in your gardens but you'll be spending so much more time in your gardens so this is what you need to be looking for and doing and it's listen I only did it for two weeks but the um, the inbox was just inundated with inquiries and what do I do with this and what do I do with that so that that was that was fun um so so yeah yeah nice positive I like it I like it absolutely um well, I'm glad the business is going well um and thank you for joining us tonight um yeah as for our listeners we're, we're recording this uh mid mid-march um and um, yeah, thank you for giving up your time. We're still in lockdown three, I think, technically, but we're slowly thinking, we're slowly coming out of it. So there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, and yeah, welcome to my St. Albans. Uh, seven questions, seven songs. Uh, are you ready to go? I am. Fantastic. Um, I think you have uh, one of those kind of brilliant um kind of relationships with St Albans that you were born and bred here. Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so talk me through it. Well, firstly, 
I've found this a very emotional roller coaster to go through some of these sort of questions and and think about the answers. It's been um, and to to be asked to do this by yourself, I was, as you know, initially very nervous, but actually quite excited about it. But yeah, I was born in St Albans. There is a discrepancy between my late father and my brother whether I was actually born at home. Um, my father said I was born at home. My brother seems to think that I was born in St. Albans Hospital. But either way, I was born in St. Albans in 1972 um, on the Watford Road, uh, just before Chiswell Green. Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the few who was born and bred here. And you must have seen a massive change in the city over the last few years, you know. Yeah, huge yeah. changes. Um, yeah, just incredible changes. Um and yeah, it's it's difficult to see. It's difficult to see these changes, but equally, it's a it's a way that things have to move forward. Mm. And would you say the core of the city has remained the same? I mean, I I've only lived here twenty years, so it's hard for me to sort of gauge. But has the the essence of the city remained? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the the tourism aspect of the city has has always been there. Um, just. Yeah, it's it's always been a very beautiful place for people to come and visit. Um, and as early as I can remember, um, you know, just the, the amount of people used to come, you know, come over, even in my family, just to come to parties. St Albans was sometimes a centre point for family parties. And it sometimes is even now, even though we've all sort of spread around the country. But um, St Albans is always a focal point for, you know, for, for our family, especially as a as a centre point. So, yeah, it's it, it hasn't lost anything, St Albans. It really hasn't. Yeah. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Um, and um, kicking off your first song, what, what have you got for us? Um, well, yeah, so my first... My first song was uh, a, a choice of um, a very early memory of a song. Um, my, my earliest memory of, of, of St Albans was uh, when I used to go to a nursery in a place called the Cavalier Hall. Um, and it was on the Watford Road and it's now been changed to, um, to housing. Um, but as a young child, I, I heard this record, uh, Matt, about three or four months ago. And I sent it to my brother and sisters and it just reminded me of my mother. Unfortunately, she's no longer with, with us at the, uh, now, but I heard this song and it just took me back to a time as a very young child of when we weren't feeling very well and we'd be at home and mum would be working in the kitchen and she used to love listening to Terry Wogan and uh, Jimmy Young and all of those likes on the radio. And I heard this song and I thought, God, I remember my mum listening to this song and enjoying it and even turning the radio up in the kitchen, hearing it. So it uh, it really hit me about three or four uh, months ago when I heard it. And I thought that brings back very, very early memories of me as a child. And uh, it's a lovely song by Barbara Streisand and it's called Evergreen. And that was Evergreen by Barbara Streisand. Uh, yeah, what a beautiful song to start with. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chris, we we know each other, you know, socially, and you're you're the go-to music man in my uh, my blab. You you I I've met you at Meraki, and we we you know, there's always a musical theme going round whenever I see you and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, good song to start with. Thank you. Yeah, music's a massive part of my life. I was brought up with music, and even uh, you know, 
used to play the piano, still play the piano, but yeah, music for me is just a go-to on on a lot of levels. So yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, St Albans, three words. Can you sum it up in three? You know what? This was this was uh, probably one of the easiest questions I found answering because it just straight away um, the th- the first three words I thought of was family, home, and community. Um, family because I was born here and a lot of my family um, on my mother's so on my mother and father's side um, came to St Albans um, my father came down from Scotland um, to get work here in St Albans and ran his own business um, and my mother's side of the family they 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 also um, you know worked in St Albans so the family aspect is huge for me um, when I when I think of St Albans home um always has been home um yeah it's just it's just a warm feeling with with St Albans um and community as well the community aspect I've really felt in the last seven years of running my business um and I started up on my own you know I, I was I was working for um you know the corporates um food retail delivery side and I left that um, to start my own business and it was when I set everything up it was an immediate impact that I had from friends who then spread the word about Clifford's gardening Um, and the word spread like wildfire and then people supported me and the one thing that they said was you're local you're a local guy um, we want to support local businesses, and I just found it really compelling and just just a wonderful feel of community. And I'm now trying to reciprocate that back as a businessman in St Albans to supporting other local businesses as well. So the community spirit in St Albans is 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 quite something, and it's been there even when my father ran his business in St Albans. It was exactly the same. The community spirit in that. Yeah, no, I've said it on this show before that, you know, if you have a passion for something and you work hard, the community uh, will support you. And St Albans does. They really get behind. Um, they get behind good people, right? And yeah, yeah. Um, and you have passion about your business and you, oh, crumb, I know you work hard. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, there is a support network around you. And I think I, that's the thing I really love about St Albans that the, the the support and the spirit and the, how people just get behind mm-hmm. um you know uh, people and their businesses or whatever it is so, yeah yeah um song number two let's go what have we got <laughs> wow okay so this song was massively influential uh in my taste of music up till today and it was it it was the first song that i heard my brother who was quite a big influence on my music it was the first song as a young guy, I think I was 12 years old, where I just listened to it and I went, oh my God, that's amazing. Um, and when I realised who these guys were, I realised that they actually had a what is now probably a bigger, uh, which was a bigger hit for them back in the day. Um, so this this song is a real synthesizer sort of era of music and, and dance music of, of the 80s and was probably the starting point of me really 
inf- influencing my music that I like nowadays, which is like, you know, house and trance music and the clubbing era in the 90s as well. Um, but as I said, this band will be known for a, uh, another song, which is probably more famous for them. But I've chosen an alternative one of theirs, which I think is an absolute awesome song. And it's, uh, it's a song called Why by Bronsky Beat. And that was Why by Bronsky Beats. Took you back to your clubbing days? <laughs> well, it took me back to the days of um, when my brother was at university and he came, as I said, he came home and I used to play it repetitively. Yeah. Oh, and even still today, I listen to it. Uh, I mean, their song Small Town Boy is an absolutely, it's an absolute classic of yeah. theirs. Uh, and I, I became just the most enamoured fan of them. And yeah, it takes me back to memories of back when I was at home at Watford Road and we used to have, I used to have my own pool table and my brother used to be playing all the, you know, the, the Bronsky beats, and the Ultravoxes and the Simple Minds. And, but that was the song that just thought, I thought, wow, I like that. Cool. Cool. Great story there. Uh, um, so um, who is your St. Albans hero? Um, this was quite tough because there, there are loads of people I could say um, are my St. Albans heroes. So I've kind of split it into two, one who's present and one who's past. The present person is a, a local lady called Sharon Linney. And I love what she does uh, for the St. Albans Action for Homeless. Um, it's a non-profit organisation and they help our homeless with amenities and getting food um, and to help them, you know, beat addiction and find shelter. And uh, I, I don't want to discriminate away from the team that work for them as well. But Sharon in particular, I see what she does with making food for the homeless, trying to find shelter, asking if people have got anything like toasters or, or a kettle just to help these people get started in life. And it, I've, I feel, yeah, you know, what she does is an incredible. And she, as I said, it's a non-profit organisation and she really puts her life and soul into it. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And they've got a great Facebook page. So I'd encourage the listeners to take a look at the Facebook page. You can donate to, to it as well if you want to. In fact, Matt, this year, sorry, last Christmas, um, Instead of receiving a Christmas present from my family, um, uh, I said to them, "I'd you know if they donate to um, her uh, to that charity uh, instead of actually physically taking a Christmas present." So um, it's a wonderful organisation and, uh, and and definitely worth looking into. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's a lovely that's a lovely way of uh, helping organisations. You know, we 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 get a lot of gifts. You know, so if you you know don't have the gift and then uh, pass, uh, pass that on to someone who, who needs it. Um, and who's your past hero? Uh, my past hero um, was my, was, I should say, uh, is my dad. Um, my dad was in the world, was in World War Two, and he was um, part of the Arctic convoys that went to Russia. He was in the Merchant Navy. Um and in his latter years, he was awarded with the Arctic Star. Um, he never really talked about the war a great deal. It was only in his uh, later years that we'd hear stories, horror stories of, you know, what he'd actually done. And it's worth 
looking into the Arctic convoy journeys and um, Churchill actually did say that it was one of the worst journeys man could ever take. And my dad did it twice. He, w- he went up to Murmansk once, came back and then did the voyage again. Um, his love of music, he trained professionally as a tenor uh, at Glyndebourne and he played in uh, the West End um, as well. And then once he met uh, my mum, he then started up a local business here in St. Albans. So his, what he did for St. Albans was, it was your old style type of food delivery business. So he had four vans on the road called Farmhouse Eggs and Potatoes. He'd deliver eggs, potatoes, tomatoes, oranges, apples. And he'd go door to door and just provide a service to the community in St. Albans. And he also did this with his brothers um, and they went out to other areas just outside of Hertfordshire, maybe Bedfordshire as well. And he expanded it um, quite a lot. And he loved it that much that um, he didn't retire until his mid 80s um, because his customers were his friends as well. And he just loved that community, just going out and talking to people. Um, So it's a broad aspect of why my dad is my hero, um, especially from the, the World War II aspect, but equally what he gave to St. Albans back in the 70s uh, and the 80s as well um, with his uh, food delivery business. Wow, what a great story. Absolutely brilliant. And, you know, two brilliant heroes there. Yeah. Um, yeah, really thank you for that. Um, absolutely brilliant. Um, so um, what's your song choice? What have you got? Uh, yeah, so this song choice, um, uh, up until about three, four years ago, my father, when he when he was in hospital, um, this this song was always a great song for me. I'd always really enjoyed listening to it. But uh, I was on a journey home when he was in hospital, and I got in the car, and this song came on, and it took a brand new meaning um, to me. And I texted my brothers and sisters and I just and I said, I've just got into the car and this song has come on. And when the line and I wasn't there that morning when my father passed away, it just took a different meaning for me. And I thought to myself, I don't want to have that feeling. I want to be there when my father passes away. And I remember just sitting in the car and I was very upset thinking I have to be there Matt it was something I just it was something I just really wanted to you know just just to support him um and I was lucky to be there and it was uh it was lovely you know spending the last few moments with my dad so whenever I listen to the song now I listen to it with different ears thinking man I was lucky that I was there when my father passed away so uh, it's a beautiful song by Mike and the Mechanics, and it's called The Living Years. And that was The Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. And yeah, look, Chris, uh, welcome back to My St. Albans on Radio Red, and we're with Chris Clifford tonight. Um, Chris, I hope I hope that wasn't too emotional for you. Um, um, but yeah, thank you for that song. It's a uh, great, it's a, it is a great song. It's just, it's an all time classic yeah. with a lot of people I know. 
But as I said, it, it just took a brand, it now takes a brand new meaning onto me. And I, I listen to it with a, with a smile now. Good, good. Um, right. Hidden gem. What have you got for us? Well, um, I've listened to these podcasts. I've been listening to certain people and I go, Oh, I wanted to mention that one. Oh, I wanted to mention that one. And, Oh, I didn't know about that place. So that's been quite nice. Um, so the hidden gem is not really hidden because it's it's the focal point of St Albans Town Centre, and it's the it's the museum at the top of town at the top of St Peter Street, and um, it's as a child it was always it was derelict. It'd been derelict for so long. Not a lot was going on in uh, in that building. And when I heard about this project of what they wanted to do to it, I just thought that's amazing. It, we need that. It needs to be utilised. That town is so busy on Wednesdays and Saturdays with the markets. It's packed full of people who travel in from London and from various, you know, counties. And now it has something that people can go to. They can sit and go and have a coffee. They can go into the courthouse. They can go down to the jail. It's just, it's when it opened, I was so happy. It was just, it was just a lovely thing to, to go there and, and actually walk inside it, you know, with that massive chandelier inside upstairs. And it's just a beautiful building. I'm just so glad that um, there was an investment put in for that. I, I, you know, look, I completely, a hundred percent agree. We, we, there's no, there's nothing wrong with the merchant coffee house or whatever that thing was yeah. that used to sit there, uh, but it was a completely underused building. They, the the St Albans Council and the people who were involved in it, and I know there's many people involved. Um, they they had a vision, and they went for it. Yeah. And oh my God, did they deliver? They, you know, we have a multi-million pound museum in the heart of St Albans, which is multi-purpose you know we, you can you can go look at our history and our roman heritage but you can also uh hire it out for your wedding and you can have cool events in there and you, you know if yeah. you're just passing you want a cup of tea go and get a cup of tea mm. they've taken something which is a little bit what do we do with it and they've made it an amazing space and yeah i think that's a, that's a great hidden gem and i think how many people like just walk past on the way to places whereas actually you know if you get time, just have a little walk around. It's free. It's free. Exactly, it's free. It's, it's, you know, and you can go and look around the jails and there's some great stuff. Um, yeah, I'm... I was just going to say there's there's a there's an honours board as well, and it's you know if you go down downstairs uh, to the to the belly of the of the museum, there's an honours board, and actually when when I think when the um, when it was all starting off, they wanted names of people who wanted their you know names and I think maybe reasons why you feel you should be on the honours board in St Albans and <laughs> talking about my father again he was like oh well, I'd like my name there actually <laughs> I've done quite a bit for St Albans <laughs> and um, you had to pay for that to be done but we did it and um, it's it's bittersweet he never got to see it in the end um, but I remember when it opened up, we went down there and the people that welcomed you said, hello, would you like us to help you find the name that you're looking for? And I was with my son, Kyle, and I said, no, we'll try and find it. And we found it. And it was just great. We found it within about two minutes, hundreds of names. 
yeah. And it's just nice. You, you can pick pick at those names. And I, I often think, I wonder what that person did. I wonder what that person did. I wonder what that person did. So, um, yeah, it's great. And I'd encourage, it, as you said, it's free. Go and go in, take a look. It's wonderful in there. Yeah, brilliant. Um, your next song, a bit of Deacon Blue. What have you got for us? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Being uh, a bit of a Scottish blood in me, I, um, uh, I remember hearing this band and this song coming out and uh, I, probably my older sister was the one who used to, when she went to university, she used to love Deacon Blue. And she used to play this song repetitively all the time. And I just thought, I, I, I love this song. And I've been to see Deacon Blue um, uh, three, two, three, four times maybe. Um, and it's a great, great song. And it's another signature song of theirs. Um, and it's Deacon Blue and Dignity. And that was Dignity by Deacon Blue. And welcome back to My Silver's on Radio Verulam. Um, we're with Chris Clifford tonight. Um, Chris, explain your perfect St Albans day. Yeah, okay. So I said, listening to the previous guys talking, this is just a normal perfect day where we can see people, we can go wherever we want, there's no restrictions. Um, so my, my day would be spent with my son, Kyle. Um, and I would go and pick him up. Um, we would go and visit my mum and dad's grave and we'd lay some flowers, have a little chat with them. They're buried up at St. Uh, Albans St. Stephen's Church, just opposite the King Harry pub. So that's really local and nice to know that we can go and visit them. I'd then drive us into town, park up, and I'll take Kyle for breakfast at Hatch. Man, they their, their breakfast are just... I, I went there once... And I, I have been so many times since, it, and it was a bunch of friends that took me there and I had their eggs Benedict and just fell in love with with, with it. Just uh, absolutely fantastic. So breakfast at Hatch um, and then go into town and have a have a walk around. It would be a Sunday, Matt, by the way. We'd walk around the vin- vintage market. Um, probably more so my son and I have got a love for sort of vintage things and walking around that market and you look at things and you go, Oh my God, I remember when we used to have that at home and Oh wow. Look at the phone. And it's the dial up with the old circular thing in the middle. And you go, and I, I, I used to look at Kyle and I used to say to him, I, I remember these and, and it's called a vintage market. And you just think, does my son think I'm, I'm that old? <laughs> but, but we've, we've, we love going, just walking and having a look at the trinkets that are there. And sometimes we may buy something. Well, I buy something for Kyle. Um, and then we walk to the clock tower. Love walking up to the clock, uh, top of the um, the clock tower. And, and if you get a good day, what a view it is from up there. It's an absolutely incredible view. Just, yeah, you just see for miles. Um, and it's just, just nice to take in the sights of St Albans and literally you're standing at the top there and right at the forefront is the Abbey and you just go wow just look at that building it's just iconic it really is um so yeah down the stairs and then we would go to the Abbey and just just go in there and just soak soak that place up it's just architecturally beautiful it's just a work of art it really is um and Whenever I go in there, always light a candle for my mum and dad. 
always do that every time we both do say a little prayer or something and if you catch the time right matt when the choir is practicing man that's just absolutely beautiful and it's just just sends you know the goosebumps when you hear them you know they're, they're only practicing but they just sound incredible um and yeah probably sit down for about five ten minutes listen to them um you know practicing away um and then walk down to the bottom of the hill um take a walk around verulanium it's nice that we just sort of walk around there kyle and i and just talk about stuff and you know my dad used to take us around verulamium every sunday just for a walk um so it's nice to do it with my son and then you cannot go back up the top of the hill without popping into for me totally biased the best pub in st albans the fighting cocks um i absolutely love it there um and again it's a it's another iconic building um and We'd go in there. I would have already pre-ordered a table because I know what the bookings are like in the Fighting Cots to try and get a Sunday roast there. Um, have a great Sunday roast with them and then sit at the bar with with Kyle uh, and chat with Christo and the team there who are just, you know, on a Sunday. It's probably not a good day to try and get chatting to them because it's so busy down there. Um, and then walk up uh, back up to the top of the hill um and in my perfect scenario it would be christmas time now <laughs> um and then get the last showing um on of an evening at the alban arena and uh just have a good laugh with uh, bob golding and all the guys at the pantomime uh, you know my son's 16 and I'm and I'm in my late 40s and we go every year and we have been going for every year and it's become a yearly event for us and it's just it's just such a good show it's it's it caters for the children and it caters for the adults and I know Bob very well and he's just he's just a he's just absolutely fantastic on all levels with his acting and his his one-liners and that and uh, and Ian Kirkby as well. Um, and yeah, by that point, it's what, about eight, eight o'clock, I'd say, if it was the last show. So, you know, a slow walk home and then just, uh, yeah, it'd be a nice long day in St. Albans. That would be my perfect day. Oh, my. What a day. What a day. Um, any day, Look, any day that ends with Bob Golden, I think, is a highlight. Um, I think... <laughs> um, a couple of things like St Albans is known for having this market, right? Mm. And Wednesdays and Saturdays, you know, it brings people in. It's a great, it's so buzzy. It's the the the, the ambience, everything, like the passion that these people have. And I love the fact we live in a market town. However, the vintage market and the farmers market, you know, we also have that really cool stuff that happens on a Sunday that yeah. probably don't get talked about. You know, people go Wednesday, Saturdays, but yeah. actually. Some of the Sunday markets, the vintage, brilliant, brilliant. Um, and also, you're the first person, I think, who's mentioned the clock tower. And if you haven't been up the clock tower, I don't think you quite appreciate the view mm. that you get from up there because you don't think it's as high as it is no. until you're standing on that platform. Um, and, yeah, I look, 
that's a great day. Some brilliant things there. So um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, amazing. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, song number five. What have you got for us? Um, yeah, this this uh, I remember hearing this song when I bought my first house, and this song came on MTV, uh, the early days of MTV. And it really pricked my ears up. And again, it was quite sort of like a dancey drum beat. And then this guy had this really weird kind of voice. And I remember hearing it from beginning to end thinking, wow, I really like that song. Um, And I became a huge fan of his as well. Uh, Went to a few of his concerts, uh, got all of his albums. And I was even lucky enough to meet him, which was uh which was absolutely great i was working uh, for a delivery company and got to i was able to deliver his food for him and when i saw his name on the receipt i thought it can't be surely and it was and so i got to meet him and um yeah so um it's this guy and his music um did and still does have um a, a big influence on my on my music and it's david gray with please forgive me and that was David Gray. Please forgive me. Um, yeah, I like David Gray. I think, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Good song, good Thank albums, you. everything. Um, so, Mayor for the Day, what would you do? Oh, right. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go back to nostalgic days for me as, as a child in St Albans. Um and it has been mentioned before on previous uh, shows, but I want to sort of bring it back in again. And um, <clears throat> as a child, uh, I kid you not, as a child, the pinnacle of the year for me and my sisters and maybe, yeah, my brother as well, he, he was he's slightly older than us, was Carnival Day. It was literally when carnival day was finished i couldn't wait till next year that's how much of an impact it had on me as a child and um dad used to take uh, us down to the carnival so we were we walked down we didn't have to park anywhere we lived close enough to westminster lodge uh, or, or hollywell hill to be able to just sort of walk down and my dad used to take us down and there there used to be a garage at the bottom of the hill, right opposite the entrance to Westminster Lodge, and it was a jet petrol garage. Um, and they it was, had a wall, if I remember rightly. And Dad used to lift us up and put us on the wall, me and my sister. And my old sister would be there as well. And then he'd sneak off. Thought, Where's Dad gone? And he'd come back and he'd have like a, a pint of beer in his hand waiting for the procession to come down. And when the procession started, it was it was never ending. It was local businesses who, um, with employees up there, sort of you waving at the crowd and you throwing money in the buckets and just everyone. It was just such a happy, happy time. It, and the weather, I do not remember the weather being bad. It was always a hot, hot day. Um, uh also, I mean, I would like to reinvigorate the carnival. I'd like to sort of tweak it a little bit by trying to get other venues involved. For example, uh, the Pioneer Club um, as well. It's like a skating place. So doing something for the youngsters there as well. Um, 
as valid as what Batchwood Hall is doing for us at this present moment with the vaccinations. It would be nice to, when all of this is over, to be able to get that club back up and running because back in the 90s, I used to go to Batchwood. I'm telling you, Matt, Thursday nights, Friday nights and Saturday nights. I was literally a resident um, and very happy memories of going there um, and just just having just being young and enjoying myself. Um, and just having local bands playing there or local DJs who wants to play and just sort of reinvigorating the fairground down at Westminster Lodge. And then in the evening, there used to be a huge firework display that we used to walk down to um, and just watch it from the top of the hill where St. Columbus is, where the golf course is. And we just stand at the stand and watch the fireworks going off at the end of the day. So, yeah, if I was mayor for the day, I'd try and integrate all of that back in. But it'd be so nice to get that carnival up and running. It'd be so nice to get Batchwood Hall up and running again. Just getting local talent involved, local businesses back together again, celebrating a St. Albans Day. Um, I'd, I'd really like to be able to do that if I was mayor of the day. So, Well, not that I'd like to. If I was mayor for the day, I'd do it. Chris, you know, I... Look, we've spoken before about this show and I I didn't I only thought like it would be one show and they'd kick me off air and here we are you know 20 odd shows in and I, I I didn't really expect it to ever you know be what it is but what I would like to say is the way that people have come on and as you rightly say you are not the first guest to talk about carnival we've had a few people who have come on here um who have spoken about carnival and if this becomes a platform that suddenly it doesn't have to go anywhere don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not thinking that it will go anywhere because i'm having a conversation with you but what i would say is that if one person of any sense of power listens to this show and they listen to the two or three people four or five people that have spoken about carnival and then just take it and then have a conversation that would make me so proud. Yeah. Because I think, as I said, look, this isn't me. This isn't, you know, it's nothing about me. But if, if, if it's a platform where people have discussed something and something happens off the back of it, that would make me so proud. Yeah. Um, bring back Carnival. Absolutely. Bring back Carnival. Absolutely. And I know that there have been murmurs and I've heard murmurings that, it's been t- you know, that it could do, it could happen. I mean, I think you made a valid point. If people start talking about it, people started talking about what to do with, with the with the town hall, and now look what they've made it into. There's no reason why that the carnival, even mm. if it was just for one year, it would be just. Oh, I'd embrace that nostalgically. Yeah. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, song number six. What have you got for us? <laughs> okay. So this this one it sort of goes to the my. So my, my next era in life and we were just talking about Batchwood um, this song uh, if you're of my age will remember this back in the days of the 90s and it was a huge song in the dance charts uh, and sort of in the raving scene and the nightclubs and I remember dancing to this in Batchwood before it was actually officially released as a single though you know Batchwood were, the, the, the DJs who were there Range and Richard um we're playing this before it's released and i listened to <laughs> it came on in the van oh my god i forgot i forgot about this it came on in the van three weeks ago 
And I said to my girlfriend, and her daughter was there, nine-year-old daughter, and it came on, and I literally just turned the volume up, and I was just, I was just ecstatic when I heard it. And I sat there at the steering wheel, having a little bit of a bop, and the missus was there having a dance, and the nine-year-old daughter was looking at us, thinking, "What the hell are they listening to?" Um, but if you remember the '90s from fondly, you'll remember this song uh, with great memories and fond memories, and it's Bizarre Ink playing with knives and that was playing with knives uh by bizarre ink did you turn the sound up please tell me you did <laughs> of course i did that it was it was a definite nod to my clubbing days um fantastic yeah it was it was a funny um, funny moment we're almost coming to an end chris uh, i could talk to you all evening yeah um, ditto. i um what are your plans? What have you got coming up? Uh, we're coming out of lockdown. Hopefully your plans, I'll be really selfish here, hopefully your plans will include me, a pint, <laughs> and our mutually favourite pub. Um, but apart from my complete selfish reasons, what else have you got? What else have you got going on? Well, I, I will say that's top of the list, Matt. That is definitely top of yeah. the list because I think when, when the pub's open, I think everyone locally is just going to think, Right, let's get into our local pubs and let's have a drink there and let's let's start celebrating, you know, this era of, you know, lockdown and easing and um so yes, that's definitely gonna happen without a doubt with you and with Christo and many other people in St Albans. Um for me, uh this year and or the future should I say, um, yeah, the future's looking good. Um I w- I, I can't say that Clifford's Gardening is going to be expanding into a multi-million pound company. I, at the beginning of running Clifford's Gardening, I did have this vision of where I wanted to be um, with expanding the business. But I actually enjoy working for myself. And I find that my brand of being a one-man band works here locally in St. Albans. Um because the face of the business is me and people hire me, of course, for doing their jobs in the garden. But I think they also want Clifford's Gardening because of the person that's behind it. And that's me. And I go to their house and I do their gardens um, personally. So I'm not going to say the I've dropped the aspirations, but I've just reevaluated my goals for Clifford's Gardening. And I'm really happy with how the business is going. I can put food on the table. I can pay my rent. I can pay my bills. Um, I can live. I can have holidays. Um, I'm being totally selfish. I want to keep the Clifford's Gardening brand as it is. And I'm happy with how it's going. And I'm in a very fortunate position, Matt, that when you're turning down business, it's not it's not a bad position to be in. Um, and, um, I, you know, for me... Clifford's Gardening is going to be as it is. Maybe my son might want to come in on the business. I'd, I'd love, I'd love him to come in if he wanted to. If gardening floats his boat, if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Um, but let's see what happens with that. With, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm cruising with it at the moment. I'm really enjoying the ride. You have a, you have a, you have a beautiful, brilliant, amazing business, um, and you should be proud of that. You should be really proud of that. And I hope. Um, yeah, I hope I hope you have the year that you deserve. I really do. Um, what's your final song choice? Final song choice. Well, 
this this was going to be the final song all along just for lots of reasons uh it's such a happy song you will hear the first chords of the piano and people will just start nodding their heads straight away um i got to see them for the first time with the one person i wanted to see them with and that was my son kyle as a child i used to play this band in the car so much so he's grown up with this band and then when we went to see them two years two or three years ago he was utterly embarrassed with my dancing and me singing and everything like that. But he, I knew that he really enjoyed, really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great song and it's a great song to be ending on with light at the end of the tunnel for all of us with, with the lockdown and, you know, everyone getting vaccinated at the moment. And it's such a happy song. And I hope you all enjoy it. And it's ELO, Mr. Blue Sky. And that was Elo with Mr. Blue Sky. Um, yeah, that is a great song to end on. Um, Chris, I'll be honest with you. I A, you didn't need to be nervous. You have been an absolute brilliant guest tonight. Um, also, this show, I have to say, is probably the show where I've talked the least. And there's only one reason for that, Chris, is you are a brilliant, brilliant storyteller. Thank you. You are absolutely brilliant. The stories. I hope the listeners have enjoyed tonight as much as I have. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been My St Albans, and this was the amazing Chris Clifford. Thanks, Chris. Thanks very much, Matt. Thanks for having me. My St Albans was presented by Matthew Big. Production editing was by Troy Williams. You can find more local people talking about their lives and the local area in the podcast series. Just subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. If you'd like to support our free podcasts, head to radioverulam.com slash donate. Thank you.